Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, this show is all about leadership. And today I'm so proud to have one of South Orange's own, Stephen Laren, in the program to talk about his great quest to be an Eagle Scout and his great project that he has done for the South Orange Library. Stephen, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. So before we jump into a little Q&A about your project, why don't you share with the uh, South Orange and the global audience of leadership a little bit about who Stephen Laren is. Hi, my name is uh, Stephen Laren. I'm a uh, sophomore Columbia High School. Um, uh, my birthday is on the 24th, but by the time you'll be uh, listening to this, I'll be 17. <laughs> I enjoy um, Boy Scouts. I play the drums. Um, I'm really into... Uh, I'm, I'm really into, and I'm really into music. And uh, robotics, is that still on one of your interests that you have? Um, n- not as much as when I was in middle school. Okay. Oh, cool, cool. So let's talk about the Boy Scouts, and we'll get to your Boy Scout project. How long have you been involved in the Boy Scouts of America? Uh, yeah, I've been a Boy Scout probably since I was in... Uh, sev- uh, sixth grade. Okay. All right. And now you're in pursuit to become an Eagle Scout. Yep. And what, what does that mean? For those who are not familiar with the Boy Scouts of America, I was a Boy Scout. Didn't make it to Eagle Scout, but I was a Boy Scout. Um, share with us about, you know, what it takes to become an Eagle Scout. Yeah, so an Eagle Scout is the highest rank uh, a Boy Scout can achieve. So you have to pass through um, a lot of different ranks, and each one um, gives you a specific test. For example, like one rank focuses a lot on knot tying. A lo- another rank focuses you on getting a leadership position in your local Boy Scout troop. Um, so the Eagle Scout is the highest rank a Boy Scout can achieve, and what you have to do is you have to create an Eagle project that gets approved by the troop, and what your project is is it has to be something that benefits the community. Which is a great segue. Let's talk about your project that you're doing for your Eagle Scout. What is your what What is the project? And, and uh, let's talk about also how you raise the money and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so my project is sort of a is sort of a two parter. So um, the first thing I did is I um, is I built a recording um, is I built sort of a mini recording station using um, funds that were donated to me through GoFundMe, through people that really supported my project and also um, the library as an extension. Um, so, I, so I made that, and then what I did is I gathered um, a, lot of, uh, a, a bunch of people that I believe um, help benefit our town and make our town good, including uh, you. Thank you very much. I, <laughs> I felt very honored to be asked. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then... And then what I would do is I would help lead the interviews, and then I taught the bo- and then I taught Boy Scouts um, that were with me how to conduct these interviews. So, and then the extension of these interviews is people sort of learned about all these great people that help make our town a better place. And from what I understand, the equipment that you raised the money for has been donated to the library. Yeah, we gave it uh, to them completely for free with with a really nice warranty. Oh, very nice, very nice. So, the people that you interviewed on the the, the prog- on the on your program, which was going to go into the archives of the library, correct? Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some of the guests that you had on the program. 
Um, sure. Well, so we already had you, and mm-hmm. I think your listeners already know what uh, what you do. Um, mm-hmm. We had uh, Sandy Wilson, who was my um, who's my minister for my Episcopalian church, and what she's done is um, she's done a lot of stuff um, involving. Um, race and just involving getting involved um she just gets involved with the community um one of the things that i really liked is there is a black lives matter protest that she went to and she actually had a giant target painted on her back which was really crazy to me um she spoke when the orlando shooting happened she spoke at the vigil that our town held in honor of uh, those victims we also had john perry who um who's a um who who founded the local running club and uh, he started completely from scratch, and he created it for free. And he's and and that running club has gotten a lot of people into leading a healthy a healthier lifestyle. Um, we interviewed um, we, inter- we interviewed two people that have helped with the um, river cleanups, um, Bill Haskins and Rob Fish. Um, they've they helped organize it and also helped pitch it to the town. They di- they did a lot of stuff. We, uh, we had someone from the Board of Education, and we had someone from the um, Preservation Society at the Board of Education. Um, she talked a lot about how, um, uh, just a lot about what the school board can do better to help make Columbia a better place. Columbia High School is the high school that I um, attend. And the preservation, um, and the person from the Preservation Society talked a lot about how um, how they've how the society has done a lot of work to save historical buildings in South Orange, like our town hall that they saved from actually becoming a trendy restaurant, which um, was really great. Wow! And in total, how many guests did you interview for um, for this archive? Yeah, we had uh, we had seven guests. Seven guests. Wow, that is excellent. Yeah. And when will be the grand unveiling of the uh, I, I guess the audio archive? Yeah. Well. Um, well, I'm talking with the um, IT guy, and uh, he's mm-hmm. going to plan that out. Um, and he's going to plan that out when it's going to be released. At the most, it's going to be before the school year ends. Um, at, and um, at least, um, it's probably going to be in the next coming weeks. Oh, that is absolutely wonderful. What were some of the key things that you learned from this project? Uh, as, as Boy Scouts of America, it's all about leadership and learning um, how to do things. What were some of the key uh, things that you learned um, about yourself, about the program, and about people? Uh, well, yeah. Um, well, one of the things that I learned was I learned how to um, judge people's strengths and weaknesses. Um, there, is this, um, there is this boy um, there who was really good at running the, um, at, at running just the equipment. He, he was the guy who, who did stop and start, and he ran everything. He's a really sweet kid. He did the last interview. Um, it just didn't go over that well, but you know, and but he was great running the, but he was just great running the audio equipment, and that's totally fine. Um, I learned um, as something that I need to better myself as a leader is to work better at multitasking. Um, when we were starting um, out, um, some of the adults sort of helped me um, explain all the equipment to the kids because you know I'm still I'm not a big audiovisual guy. I I was still learning. Well, I'm still learning as well. I was here Sunday recording an interview, and I couldn't find the right button to, to record it. <laughs> so, uh, it's great. It's great. Yeah, so doing a crash course in uh, something is uh, is fun. But I mean, it. But I learned, you know, just not to take it seriously, and you know, and just sort of, um, 
you know, and just sort of to be, you know, and just sort of tell people, you know, to be quiet when we're recording, um, even though that's probably not going to turn out so well since, like, those mics we got were real or like really sensitive. So oh, like, nice, really yeah. good mic. I know I was outside the door. I think I might have been talking with your dad, and, and we were told. Shh. I, yeah, no, I thought we, the door we, was we closed, were you up. but That's it was crazy. kicking. Up. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. So, um, with this boy, when when will you know when you are awarded the Eagle Scout? Yeah. So what I'm is there a huge ceremony? Yeah. Well, it's sort of um, well. So the ceremony is one part. So what I have to do is now I have to start making a presentation where I sum up everything. I talk about what went right, you know, all of you guys um, showing up, what went wrong, uh, you know, some people not just being good for interviews. Um, a bunch of guests, um, I, this was before you came, showed up one after each other because what had happened, because what I was hoping would, I blocked each of you guys out a half an hour apart so there could even be a little bit of waiting. Yes, yeah. But uh, there was, um, so, we, so there was a little bit of a rush at the beginning, and so that was a so that was a bummer. That's something that went wrong. Something that went right is um, pretty much like all of the interviews were seamlessly. Um, you said a lot of great stuff. Everyone said great mm -hmm. stuff. Um, you know, just about you know about you know just about our town, what we can do better. You know, you know what they do, and you know how they help make the world a better place. Wonderful, wonderful. But when will you? Uh, I guess the Eagle Scout. Be awarded badge oh, to I'm you. Sorry. No, it's quite all right. It's quite yeah, all right. so I so I make the presentation. Mm -hmm. Then what I have to do is I have to present that presentation mm -hmm. to the um um I, I don't know the official group, but it's a boy. It's a yeah. it's something within the BSA, mm -hmm. and um so they pass me. Right. So yeah, so they pass me, and then there's an eagle ceremony. You know where my friends and family show up, um, and it's all nice and fun. And so after this ceremony. You awarded the Eagle Scout. Yeah. Um, what do you do after that with Boy Scouts? Just continue to mentor and lead, or is there something? Is there another uh, award that you can, another badge that you can achieve? Yeah. The, well, there are these things called Eagle Palms, which you can okay. do for sort of, go, which is sort of going above and beyond. Mm -hmm. um, but um, I don't. Uh, if I'm going to be honest, I don't think Eagle Palms is for me. I've gotten mm -hmm. really into an organization called the Junior States of America. Let's talk about that. Yeah, that's Junior a, States of America. Yeah, that's a really great program, that mm -hmm. um, where it's where it's sort of a where it's a it's a debate club, that's that has um, that's an organization that's um, nationwide actually, okay. and it's a and it but it's run by high school students. Ah. and so we actually elect the governors who decide you know what goes on at these conventions, and we also have. What, that was one of the best experiences I've had recently was we had this mock Congress that had people from Costa Rica coming from Texas all over people of all different viewpoints um, and that was and that was uh, spectacular and we yeah. discussed laws that that these that these kids who are the same age as me thought that could make the world a better place through the program I, I actually got to go to the to the DNC the Democratic National Convention last summer which was really great I ran into Joe Lewis who um, who's a really big um, who's a, who's who's a really who's someone I really admire. Um, I I met Cory Booker. Um, I also met um, uh, I also met Phil Murphy, who yes. um, is my favorite candidate for mm -hmm. the New Jersey governor. I met him and his wife. He was mm -hmm. really nice. He posed for a picture with uh, me and a couple of my friends. And that's and that's the organization that I'm going to be running my local chapter of next year at my high school. Um, 
Very impressive. And so that's what I'm gonna. So that's what I'm gonna be taking more of a more of a focus on. I'm I'm still gonna be involved with Boy Scouts. I'm still gonna be going on campsites, but I don't think I'll be um, doing that much of a leadership position. Okay. And in this organization, um, did I understand correctly that it involves debating? Is that correct? Yeah. We debate a lot of um, really great stuff. The Israel, a lot of the Israel-Palestine debates are like. Um, those kids really just blow me away. Um, we've debated a lot of stuff about um, hate speech. People have been able to see a lot of stuff from both sides of the aisle. Um, there's also, I mean, what's what's also great is it's not very, you know, um, uh, very intellectual. There's there's a sense of fun to it. Uh, the first convention I went to, we had a mock, um, we had a mock presidential election when it was just starting out. Um, you know, when the, the one whole race was just starting out. And what was fun about that, and, you know, we're also just high school students, so we're immature. People brought <laughs> air horns to it. So whenever the guy who was um, playing Ted Cruz was talking, they would just blow an air horn, completely drowning him out. It was great fun, great fun. Did you take any silly string to maybe uh, spray with silly string? <laughs> no, that, that, <laughs> that would have gotten me kicked out, <laughs> probably. Um, you know, our village president here in South Orange, uh, Miss Sheena Collum, uh, she was part of the Seton Hall University debate team. Yeah. Is that something, debating is something that you plan to take up in college? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's something I really, I really like um, debate because what's great about debating with young people is that we're sort of forming our ideas. So what, so what you sort of see now, with, and especially with politics now, is you see people really dead set in their ways, you know, with Republicans barely changing and Democrats not really shifting either, you know, as depressing as that <laughs> um, is. But what's great about young people is we're, as I like to think at least, we're more open-minded. Oh, and yes. Even if we don't necessarily agree to it, we're relatively more accepting than, yes. um, some, uh, than some older people maybe. Yes, yes. I, I, I noticed that with my daughter, Bailey. And so you're going into your junior year next year? Yes. And what is going to be your main focus of your courses that you're going to be taking? Or what are the ones that you're excited about? <laughs> well, the one that I'm really excited about is I'm taking AP um, government and um, AP go um, comparative government and politics, which um, is I, I, re I would really like to pursue a um, either a, a political science or a political analysis degree when I get to college. So um, that class is really going to help me prepare for that. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of politics. I'm, I'm really excited for social studies. I'm also taking um, uh, Shakespearean literature next year, which oh, I really like. I'm yes. a big fan of uh, mm -hmm. Shakespeare. Wonderful. Now, have you had the opportunity here at Seton Hall, we have a school of diplomacy, and we often bring speakers up. Have you had an opportunity to take advantage of that? No, I have not. I'm okay. Really well, I'll, I'll make sure when I... Uh, get my notice from uh, Seton Hall because I'm a Seton Hall alumni. I'll be sure to send it over to to you and, and your dad and your mom. And so you're looking towards your senior year. Have you started to think about uh, where you'd like to go to college? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I've been looking a lot at um, liberal arts colleges. Um, a lot, of, um, for example, um, there's a, um, uh, colleges like uh, Marlboro College, um, Southwestern, um, Clark, um, uh, all, Juniata. All those good are, schools. All great schools. All yeah, great schools. Those those are all colleges that mm -hmm. um, you know that that allow me to also sort of build my own degree with a focus on not on not just core classes but the classes that allow me to achieve my own personal vision. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm also looking, you know, at Seton Hall, of course. I'm looking at Rutgers. You know, go I'm Pirates. Looking, <laughs> yeah, of, of course, go Pirates. Um, 
you know, and, you know, just sort of just finding the college that's uh, right for me, which I think at this point at least involves uh, liberal arts. Well, degree. if you ever want a personal uh, guide, I'll love to bring you up here and let you introduce you to all the deans, especially Dean Bartolo in a school of diplomacy. But, um, but you know, I always feel that a choice for a school, uh, it'll feel right for you when you find out which school is best for you. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, let's let's talk about your other interests. Did I understand correctly in the beginning that you're in a band? No, I I, I just uh, drum on my own. I've been drumming. Uh-huh. Drumming. Okay. Yeah, probably since oh. I was in the sixth grade. Nice. Um, it's been it's been on and off. I okay. get really good at sometimes, and then I slack off, and then I have to get that ability yes. back again. But it's all in fun. Um, it's more of just I don't I I just haven't really met any. Um, people that share my same musical interests to uh, play the sort of music that I really like. Now, since we're here at WSOU 89.5 FM, where we play hard rock, hard metal during the week, what type of music do you like? Um, well, big fan of the Sabbath, big fan of Black Sabbath. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that, uh, that okay. out there at least. <laughs> um, to whoever plays pirate metal, um, I don't know any other band besides Aelstrom. Okay. But if you do, um, but if you know any others, please contact me because I'm really intrigued now um, in the genre. I'm a big fan of um, of uh, bands like Bruce uh, of Bruce Springsteen, um, The Jam, which is this really great British band from the 80s that okay. I highly recommend you guys check out. Wow, from the 80s. Fan. Wait a minute. Were you born in the 80s? No, I was born in 2000. Right, exactly. So wh- where did you um, reach back into the 80s? Is that your, your, your dad's influence? <laughs> well, yes, actually. When I was little, um, some of the first stuff I remember listening to was a jam album, which um, I... which. I don't have any more because it's in terrible condition, but I really love. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Hank Williams and traditional music like that. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of uh, Irish music. I like rock. I'm a big fan of um, rap like uh, Tyler, the Creator, Danny Brown, Vince Staples, that stuff I really like right now. Um, I try to keep um, an open mind. I listen to some classical music. I'm a big fan of Charles Ives right now. I'm actually... Um, in case anyone's a big music nerd, um, Spike Jones is someone I've been listening to a lot right now, and he's okay. hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with one of South Orange's finest, Mr. Stephen Laren, who is a will be a junior at Columbia High School next year, and he is in pursuit of his Eagle Scout badge, which is awesome. Now, back in the day, I remember uh, the guys in, in my troop who were on their way to get an Eagle Scout, they had the sash with all the different badges. How many badges do you have to collect to become an Eagle Scout? Yeah, I think there's about 20 or 21 badges. Um, yeah, 21 badges that you have to get to achieve Eagle. I got all of those done easy peasy. Um, um, for anyone listening who, um, who who wants to be a Boy Scout, in case um, you know if there's some young kids listening, I highly recommend getting those done out of the way um, the uh, first, because those are the most annoying ones. Uh, citizen, <laughs> citizenship in the nation was uh, excruciating because that involved going me to because that involved me going to a town hall meeting, which I love. I highly recommend getting involved in local politics. It was a really boring town hall meeting. <laughs> well, speaking of local politics, um, we as you know, we just had our election here in South Orange. We've elected our new officials. Uh, what are the three things that you would like to see the local administration here in South Orange? To, to really take on take on board to make the town a better a better town. Yeah, I think one of the things that's really important right now is Columbia High School 
is facing a lot of issues, um, both infrastructure-wise. For example, um, they recently had their famous pool be named uh, Structurally Unsound, and it's essentially sitting there in limbo. Um, there's nothing they can do with it. It costs too much money to repair it. It costs the same as much money to convert into classrooms. So we're stuck with that. You know, there's still asbestos. There's still lead paint. There's bathrooms that don't work. There's so much stuff there that's bad. Also, you know, just budget-wise, the school's really strapped for cash, and that's a big issue. Um, even the teachers don't truly understand where the money's going. It's really confusing. So I would really like the town to take a look at that. Um, and also, I mean, as, as much as we'd not like to say it, um, South Orange and Maplewood, too, um, have, um, does have issues with race relations, especially with law enforcement. There is a terrible issue um, on July 4th last year with an, that w involved an altercation between African-American youth and the police that ended uh, really badly. And that's something I would like the town to address more. And how do you think that they, what were some of the things that the, the, the village can do and that the police officers can do in the community? Because it really it, it has to involve all groups to, to work towards a better, harmonious uh, situation. What, what would you recommend that they do? Yeah. Um, so, well, one of the things that, I've, that, that I saw recently was a panel that they held in Maplewood where they had, um, where they had um, an African-American community leader, a Muslim kid in my school whose name is uh, Kambiz Rognachi. He spoke really eloquently, and two other leaders who um, I'm blanking on their names, and they all gave in their, their own views about what goes on in the town. And I think that would be something that would be great, sort of having our town have a, just have a more diverse group of people that they can call upon when in, when uh, talking about stuff like that, and um, you know, and just sort of discussing it and, and really, because you know we're not you know we're not like you know down south you know we don't have any ingrained issues you know we just have these instances and I think addressing these instances with just careful consideration can really make them go away. Careful consideration. I think those are two very important words careful in the sense that people are mindful of what they're saying or doing and consideration is considering all of the facts around the situation yeah very 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 deep there mr laren i i know where you got it from um <laughs> so what other issues would you like to see the the village of uh, south orange address and then we're going to jump to the state of new jersey because okay. i'm curious to see what your views are on the state level sure um well so I'm actually a lifeguard at the um, South Orange Community Pool. Yes, yes. And um, and they and they actually have some issues um, over there. Um, they recently got rid of the high dive, which is one of the big attractions. Right. Yeah. It, when did uh, when did that happen? Over the summer. It. I mean, oh. over the over the year, not over the summer. Yeah. Right. It uh, it it broke, and okay. they don't know what to replace it with. So and there's also a budget issue. So it's um, mm. so they're going to remove it after time, but it's just going to. It's just gonna be sitting there for a little bit, so maybe address that. Also, um, you know, I, I'm gonna miss that because I play tennis right by there, yeah. and I always hear the boing. boing. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's truly the end of an era. I'm um and also um making, also um you know making, uh, just making it just a safer place, um, mm -hmm. you know, for people to go and uh, and also more of a healthier place, you know, with less um health outbreaks. There's actually a recent study um, mm -hmm. showing that community pools are one of the easiest places to get sick. 
Oh. And if the and if the town actually, what I would like to see is mm. the town actually testing that, right? Because we as lifeguards actually are testing the chlorine and uh, levels yeah. of germs ourselves, and the town actually taking more of us more of a step into that, mm -hmm. and sort of um, and sort of setting maybe guide marks, right? To you know if what's healthy and what's unhealthy would help make the would help make the pool a much better place. I would hope that the world community, especially the United States community, after Flint, Michigan, have learned about the effects of. Uh, hazardous water. Yeah, and even on our town too. You know, with our water supply being tainted for uh, almost a year, I think, or maybe more. Right, right. And so let's talk about the state of New Jersey. Um, we it's up for a governor's race. Yeah. Um, if you had a magic wand and you were governor, what would be the one or two things that you would immediately do to improve this the quality of life here in the state of New Jersey? Yeah. Well, one of the things that I would do is. Um, is I would focus a lot on just uh, the regional issues. For example, in a lot of cases, and a lot of uh, not, not cases, in a lot of areas throughout New Jersey, there are people who suffer from the opioid crisis and uh, from opioid addiction. You know, and that's part of the larger opioid quite o opioid crisis that you know that is um, in the country, and that's a big issue. And I and you know, in some way, to address that, you know, is um, you know the ways you would treat any drug addiction. Um, also, you know, with um, climate change and also, you know, Hurricane Sandy. Um, along the Jersey Shore, there are various homeowners who are trying to get rid of protective uh, sand dunes and uh, just natural geography that protects um, the land there, you know, from the full might of the ocean. Yes. So, um, you know, allowing protections of that, you know, does is great for the environment and also, you know, great for helping us deal, mm -hmm. you know, with uh, some of the effects we're dealing right now with climate change, um, you know, pollution, um, corruption, you know, especially, you know, with Bridgegate, you know, no one really knows how deep that goes. Education is definitely a big issue. Um, you know, I talked about our, you know, our, my, t my high school being strapped for cash a lot, you know, due to, um, you know, due to Governor Christie's um, education policies, a lot of teachers have had to deal with, a, with way too many issues that they should have to deal with. Um, and probably the last thing that I would do is I would try to help, um, is I would try to give back to a lot of the towns in New Jersey that have dealt with a lot of hard times. Um, you know, Newark has only really recently started to come back, you know, in the last couple of years. Um, places like Irvington, even, you know, places along the Jersey Shore like Asbury Park, you know, have only recently begun to show um, economic return and return to that um, area, you know, and helping these um, places, you know, that, you know, are truly, you know, that truly um, are, are shining examples of what it means to be, to, to be a New Jerseyan. And help them get back on their feet is something that I think um, any governor, not even one with a magic wand, really needs to address. One of the, the 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 key factors in all the cities that you've mentioned, not all, but most of them, was that there was some corruption. Uh, and I can speak from this firsthand, being a native Atlantic City, and uh, when I was uh, in the '60s, when I was growing up, every every. Uh, not every politician, but a lot of them were either indicted or, or went to jail. But what, what that does, that really hurts yeah. uh, a community because instead of the politicians focusing on the citizens, they're focused on doing the things that are not so good. Um, so we're about to close out this interview. What final thoughts would you like to leave with the listeners of my show about Stephen Laren and your views on leadership? Um. Well, I believe in um, learning your strengths and weaknesses um, as a leader. I believe in um, finding what works for people who you're working with 
you know, their their own strengths and weaknesses. Um, I think you should get involved with as much stuff as you can. That helps you become a much better leader. It, whether or not that's just politics or civic engagement, I highly recommend doing that. You know, whether or not that's running, you know, for Board of Education or joining the Elks Club, do something that gets you involved in the community, work at a food bank, help out veterans, do anything you can, because that, you know, that helps make you a better leader and that helps make the world a better place. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just witnessed Mr. Stephen Laren, who I think is going to be maybe our next president, congressman. He's going to do some good work. Stephen, thank you for coming on the program. Thank you so, so much. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up this weekend on Leadership with Darrell Gunter with our guest, Mr. Stephen Laren, who is the Eagle Scout candidate here in South Orange and student at Columbia High School. I want to remind you that this show, if you missed any part of it, you can catch it on iTunes U at Seton Hall University, Leadership with Darrell Gunter. I want you to have a great weekend, and remember, leadership begins with you. WSOU 89.5 FM.